potential is potential because it's 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 nothing without you doing something about it so if you actually want to be anything in this life you better be jumping on some uncertain shit man like you better be uncertain as fuck and then jump on that shit and ride that pony until you get the results Welcome back to the Strong Babe Collective podcast, where we are here to chat all the tools, tricks, and tangible steps that will help you call in the freedom, impact, and abundance you are here for. My name is Taylor Ray. I'm a coach, course creator, and your host, and I'm here to help you blend strategy with spirituality so that you can step into your power fully. Every week, you'll hear from me and our incredible guests on the show, so let's dive right into today's episode. Welcome back, my love, to a brand new podcast episode. Oh my gosh, get ready, you guys, because honestly, I'm so excited about this. I have a little guest with me, someone very exciting, someone you guys have never heard from before on the podcast. Some of you know him very, very well. You know him from my Insta stories. He's quite famous on the gram. It's James. James Liwana is here with me, my partner, James. So if you're like, who the heck is James Liwana? It's my boyfriend. It's my partner. My homie, my ride or die. No, let's not go there. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, you forgot handsome, so I didn't know you were talking about me for a second. <laughs> um, thank you for having me on your impressive podcast. I'm so it's excited. Lovely, lovely to finally be here. Yeah, it's first ever episode. He always makes cameos in the stories. You guys know this. A lot of you have seen his butt several times on my Insta stories. It's my zone. <laughs> It really comes out and shines, literally, on the mm. on the old gram. So definitely make sure you're following over at Taylor Ray Peters. Do you want to put a little shout out to your Instagram? Oh God, no! It's terrible. <laughs> okay, well, avoid it like the plague. We'll keep that one secret for now. <laughs> if you really want to hunt it down, I'm sure you can find it from the stories. But um, yeah, guys, definitely make sure you go and check out the Insta because we've got we've got highlights over there called Tay and Jay. If you want to see what it's like for the old relationship, it's nearly six years in. So. Yes, good times, good times. But my loves, we are here today because we are going to be debriefing and talking about our eight biggest takeaways over a month after going to Tony Robbins. So we went down to Sydney and saw Tony Robbins back in September, early September. Um, And we went to his four day event, Unleash the Power Within. It was incredible. I would go so far as to say life changing. I thought it was absolutely amazing. And what we thought is we would jump on together and do our first ever episode together as a couple and do a bit of a debrief around our biggest takeaways from the event and how we're kind of tracking a month on as well like you know the habits and the things that we went through and yeah just kind of going over that and how much it's changed us and you know if we've sort of stuck with those changes so we've each got four of our biggest takeaways i'm going to alternate and let you guys in on all the good stuff um but make sure as well if you do enjoy this episode with me and james and especially having james on the show that you screenshot the episode as you are listening especially your favorite parts i'm sure there'll be some funny moments um but screenshot the episode share it in your instagram stories and tag me at taylor ray peters if you would like to see more of james on the show Mm. Or when, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, do not base your answer on that response. (laughs) I had had something something really witty to say and then I freshed out and stumbled and then I was like, I can't do this. You said it before, you said it before, before we were recording and I was like, make sure you say that. I had it in my my head, I had it in my head as I was about to say, I was like, yeah, I'm building up for it, it's my moment and I fell over. (laughs) 
Do you remember what it was? No, I completely forgot. I do. You were like, well, it doesn't even matter whether they vote. I'm coming back. So there you go. Got your back, bro. I'm just a bit nervous. (laughs) I know. He's a nervous guy. Be gentle. You're a big personality. I am. Yeah. I know I am. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll just leave some... I'll, I'll count you in. <laughs> it's going to be your turn. <laughs> I'll warm up soon. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, guys. He is funny. He's hilarious. He keeps me on my toes. And I promise you, his personality will start to shine very soon. I've been podcasting for quite some time now. I was very nervous when I first started, but... Look, now you just can't really shut me up. So, <laughs> look, you'll get there. Um, but look, let's dive right into all the good stuff. Like I said, tag me if you enjoyed the episode. Tag James if you can find him on the interwebs, if you can hunt that down, if you're a little Instagram sleuth. But let's dive right in, my loves. Let's dive into our eight biggest takeaways from Tony Robbins' UPW. So I'll throw it over to James. He's going to give us his first takeaway. Actually, no, before we do that, let's have a little talk about why we actually went. Okay. You can lead with this one. Do you want me to take it? Mm. Okay. Well... Well, to be like to be honest, um, the only reason I went initially uh, was because you wanted to go. Like this is the, this the only reason yeah. why I signed up. And I was like, well, if you want to go, I'll go with you. If you want company, and you said you'd like to do it together, so I said, okay, sure, mm. I'll jump on board. I've known Tony Robbins since like I can remember. I remember seeing his infomercials on TV. Way back, yeah, in the day. way back. And I really thought he was just like some telemarketer dude pushing a pyramid scheme. Mm. Um, and as time went on, I saw more of his stuff, and I was like, oh my god, they're a bunch of fucking cheese balls. Um, I was like, that's just not my jam. So I kind of turned away from it. It was, it probably wasn't until like the last couple of years we had been a bit exposed to more of the business side of things he does and yeah. started to really realize actually, no, he's actually a businessman. Like, mm. um, he's someone that you kind of want to listen to Definitely. as far as business goes. So that was a gateway into it. And then UPW came along and you twisted my arm to be like, um, <laughs> come along I was like hey, sure you know what wouldn't mind a trip to Sydney mm. I'm down for this um, and for me personally it was actually to prove to myself that I was right and that it was actually nonsense and these guys were all numpties <laughs> I think for you it was a case of like I always wanted to go I'd, I've known Tony Robbins for ages and I know a lot of people who have worked with him or you know are, you know big on going to his events and things like that and then seeing how life-changing it was for them and so I always thought that that was really interesting so I always wanted to go and I think for you it was a case of like okay well I'm not really sure about this but I don't want to judge it until I've experienced it for myself I'll come along and sort of see and then kind of went from there. So, you know, overall, like James and I are very different people. Like we're so, so different in the way that we are. Like I'm someone that is so full of energy and I'm so excited. So I'm a hundred percent one of those people that when you get there, I'm like high-fiving everybody and like hugging and jumping around. And as soon as the music started like dancing and just had like, it did not take me long to be out of my seat. I think I thought about it for about four seconds before I actually stood up and I'm someone that will be like jumping around and so excited. Whereas James is more like, you're, I would say you're more observant and you're more like take it in. And so like when everyone's kind of like jumping around in their seats, you're kind of like clapping and enjoying it, but not necessarily all over the place excited mm. 100% um, definitely not um, oh, I don't know emotionally out there mm. um, and I definitely don't buy into like needing to be huggy mm. I guess that's not like that's for me I'm huggy with you and that's about it really yeah and, and the close people to me and even then it's a bit reduced but like that's beside the point um, yeah so I just went to kind of prove to myself that I didn't need this and mm. it, it was what I was and I could be like ha I told you a bunch of mm. but yeah you know. and then obviously on the other side would you say that you had oh, the same it, oh, well no life? no there was it was like 
50-50 maybe you might call it like yeah there was that there was definitely that stuff around mm. there and there was definitely shit that I was like oh god what the hell is going on but it was far outweighed by the knowledge that was like given mm. by some of them there especially Tony like Tony yeah. knows the shit and I just have way more respect for him as a business person I came out of there being like no Tony is about mindset and he's about spirituality and it helps a lot of people but he's a businessman first and foremost and I respected the hell out of him for that yeah I was yeah. like yeah and you've and he's found a way to help a lot of people be better business people by getting it to them in different ways yeah so it catered for me as well as it catered for you totally you no know, I just didn't have to I didn't have to buy into everything no so I didn't and that's what I think is so powerful and that's why we really wanted to record this episode together was because ultimately like because James and I have such different outlooks on things and I know that a lot of you listening you know you might listen and think sometimes oh, that Tay gal is really energetic and like over the top and maybe that's a, a sort of event is for someone that is really like extroverted and all over the top like that but James and I are so different and so we really wanted to give both of our perspectives and the way that we both what we both took out of the event going into it with such different approaches and you know even with what james is saying as well you know like it is spot on like um tony is he is such a businessman but from such a place of abundance and such a place of like the whole reason that you want to be successful in your life and abundant and like have a massive impact is so that you can literally like live such a beautiful life of gratitude while giving to others and i that is one of the takeaways like i'll get into it in a little bit more depth in a bit but you know that is one of the things that he is so so big about is like you know the whole purpose and the reason that you're here and the reason that you want to be successful and call in money is so that you can be generous and give to others and lift others up and have the impact that you're here to have you know and i just love that and i love that that is his whole message and his whole mission and yeah i think that that was like a big realization I think for you going there was like okay like you know it's not just and I think that is what a lot of people think you know they see the highlight reel on people's Instagram stories that it is a lot of you know people like jumping around and dancing and that gets what you know that's kind of what's like projected out um but it's so much more than that you know there's so much more that goes on there that you realize and you learn about yourself and yeah, I think that that while, yes, it's, it's you know, you're dancing and jumping around and it's really energetic. There's a lot of stuff that the majority of the shift is what's going on internally, I would say. Mm, I agree. And he makes you explore that whether you're in touch with your emotions or emotions aren't your thing. He, um, he definitely, you can definitely take, at the end of the day, you can definitely take something out of it. Mm. It's an intense few days. Mm. Like it's very intense. Um, but there is something to be learned. And would I do one again? Like I probably would, mm. but there's maybe times that I would leave um, that mm. I knew I didn't need to be around or um, because a lot of them are just like, it's like a repeated process, mm. um, but you, you constantly just reiterate stuff. So you keep learning. But if I was to do it again, like there's days that like, you know, days that we've spoken about that I would mm. like the, some of the meditative like internalizing like the meditation was all right it was like that more and like going inside your feelings and that kind of stuff mm. i just i couldn't do it i tried like i really tried really gave opened myself up to be changed and just did not work i probably would not have turned up for that part mm. or i would have gone and got some lunch or something you know like mm. um or the last day it just it just wasn't but but yeah. you know but the first day impacting i yeah. took so much out of that and i in a good half of that second day yeah. it was so rewarding Yes. Um, yes, definitely. Whereas I'm someone that, you know, really got a lot out of, you know, the internalization and really, you know, yeah. obviously getting to that like subconscious level with everything without giving away too much of exactly what happens. Basically the days build on each other. You think the first day is like 
insane and breaks down so many barriers but you know by the time you get to day three you it's like two and, two and three you ain't really. seen nothing like awesome shit, yeah. you know so you think it's intense for the day for the first day but by day three honestly like i just feel like i came out a different person and i realized a lot of things about myself that i didn't even know you know i was harboring and like broke through a lot of limiting beliefs and things like that and that's basically what it's all about is to realize that you are so in control of your life and you girls know this like i talk about this all the time like your reality is your choice like your choice is your power you truly get to define exactly what you want this life to be and if you choose to step into abundance and choose to step into impact and choose to step into freedom the moment that you decide that that is yours it is done um and that's basically what the whole event was about for four days so yeah it was amazing it was incredible and basically like i said what we want to do is jump into the four biggest takeaways that we each had um so that we can give them to you so that you can then really take them and apply them to your life in whatever way um, is beneficial to you. So let's start off with our first takeaway and we'll throw it over to you, James, and you can start us off. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Um, so no particular order here and, and of importance. These are just four points that I brought up and Tay had already written her four points. So I couldn't, she already had written down some ones that are... Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> fuck. No copying. <laughs> like two, I think I remember two of your points. I was like, oh, fuck. You could have gone into my notebook. They give you a notebook. Honestly, I ran out of paper. Like, actually, my hand couldn't keep up with how much I was writing. (laughs) I could have also adjusted the notes and changed them to be mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, where'd all my points go? But, um, yeah. Okay, so, like, the first one I'll bring up is um, the art of doing, um, which I, I actually practice a lot lately mm. I, like, I tell you like it's we've been talking about like heaps it, it's lately the, our, our mornings from the get-go so the art of doing like from waking up in the morning to never leaving a peak state decision without taking some form of action you know mm. so um if you come up with a good idea while you're in like hyper mode and you're yeah, like tell so, them what a peak state so is. productive oh basically a peak state um my interpretation of it anyway is basically uh, waking yourself and this is why they get you to jump up and down and do it there's, there's reasons behind it it's not all cheese like there are there are things that happened mm. um, like physically that you have to do to yourself to wake yourself up but yeah. sometimes it's yelling sometimes it's beating your chest um, it's yelling uh, but it does it works it, it, it combines your physiology with your psychology it, it, it really wakes you up and when you combine that and like we won't go too much into what a peak state is but when you when you're in that peak state it's your perfect state to start making decisions mm. you're you're happy like your serotonin levels are up you're mm. you're really wanting to push and when you make decisions in that state they're your your peak decisions because you're in your peak state yeah. but for them to actually be um, starting to be enforced or or like you want them to come to fruition you need to take action like it's the art to do like it's i wake up in the morning you know you just do i just get up you do it like i tell myself you got to get up don't just tell yourself you got to get up like get up like sit up like actually sitting up helps and then when you feel like falling back down into your bed stand up you know Mm -hmm. like it's um so that really is um one thing that i don't know like maybe i was doing it in some things like when i play rugby or i used to play rugby Mm. the art of doing came easy to me but getting out of bed maybe not or um coming up with a good idea with friends when we're on peak state talking about like things but then you'll go home but you don't do a single thing to push forward yeah um yeah so like that's why um i feel like the art of doing and the art of doing quickly like yes. not quickly like don't do the action quickly mm. but as soon as you come up with an idea in that state mm. um then do it and even waking up like i bring it back to to me waking up is almost a peak state because you're refreshed you're slept you're you should have nothing on your mind mm. other than sit up stand up yeah. and move yeah so. i think that's so powerful do you feel like you know since 
going to Tony Robbins, like you've stepped more into that energy of doing? Oh, 100%. Um, have I stepped enough into it? Probably not. Mm. Um, I think you'd, you'd have to be a legend of a person to be doing everything that he had said all at once. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's it's the small steps that I'm taking and like literal steps. I'm actually stepping. Like if, if I'm like, oh, I've got to clean the room, I have to get off the couch. I'm like, mm. just stand up and start making your way. Even if I make a side, get a snack on the way through, you know, like mm. just be like moving around. Because once I start moving, I'm like, oh, you know, you're right. Yeah. Like lying on the bed, um, watching Netflix or on the couch, man. Like if I'm like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to clean the house. The, I'm never going to clean the house. But mm. if I stand up and start moving around to get a snack, to put one piece of item clothing, oh, I might as well put that piece. Oh, next thing you know, you, you know, it's, it's yeah. and it happens with, I guess, business yeah. and things like that. It's like, okay, well, I've got this business idea. Okay, have you mapped out a plan? Have you mapped out like that's doing something? Mm. You don't just have that idea and then you're like, that's a great idea. And then you throw it in the bin. Yeah. You're like, that's a great idea. How could it be feasible? Yeah. I think that that's so, so true. And I think like, even with what you were saying before about, you know, you've got the idea and don't necessarily like just let it sit there and then come up with all the reasons why you shouldn't. Because ultimately that just brings you to a place of ego, which is going to come up with all the reasons why it's a bad idea or fear is going to take over and all those sort of things. And it's important that like, and we talk about this a lot in our life that, you know, if you think of something or you want to do something like don't just want to do it like do something about it take some sort of action some that supports action, what it is that you want that you say that you want to do because otherwise like you said it just does become an yeah. idea that goes into the bin and yeah. you know it's such a good example you know like when you go we've got beautiful friends in our lives that will go and have a dinner but the dinner turns into these huge conversations about personal development and you know debating backwards and forwards and you know it helps up level all of us but you've got to make sure that when you come home you aren't just like, okay, like back to where mm. we were. Like you are, you know, taking action on the things that you've talked about. So yeah. no, and like even saying that, and sometimes that step is how we come back from those dinners and we have a, another chat about the dinner mm. and the chats that we had at dinner. And that's a step that's taking it further. That's not just taking, leaving it at dinner. That's like reiterating it in our own minds. Mm. Um, as, as a possible step so yeah, for sure. Um, I'll lead on with my first point and I'll, I'll adjust my order based on what you were talking about because I think it's nice to sort of just like flow straight into this. But one of the things that I took away, and like I said, guys, like I took so many notes, it's unbelievable. So like it was actually really hard for me to whittle away <laughs> and pick my biggest four. Um, but the one that I will lead on to is the importance of shifting your energy into its peak state and little ways to do that. So with what James was talking about with the peak state, and this is one of the things that we learned on the first day, basically, like James said, like you want to be in a peak state when you are making, you know, decisions about things in your life, like, because ultimately, and you guys know I talk about this all the time, like you want to basically step into alignment when it comes to decisions that you're making when it comes to <clears throat> planning out you know the steps that you're going to take or taking massive action or whatever and in any area of your life whether it's business relationships career whatever it is you ultimately want to be making that decision from that peak state of energy so you want to shift your energy into a peak state not coming from a place of you know feeling in like a low vibration or trying to force something and you guys will know what i'm talking about here and we all know it where you know you've, you've maybe been staring at the computer for too long and you're trying to force something out and you're like fuck it's not coming to me why can't i figure this out like and you force and you force and you force and sometimes maybe you make a decision but ultimately it ends up being one that doesn't really create the result that you you were looking for you know <laughs> you're like smiling at me <laughs> like oh has this happened to 
you? Yes, it has. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I know from experience that, you know, for me, like if I can step away from the computer and go and do something else and go for a walk or do something fun, something that shifts my energy, that's when the answers generally come through. That's when the answers that I'm looking for generally like hit me in, my, in the face. Like, because basically, you know, you open up a channel for that divine flow to come on through. And basically, you know, in order to give you guys some tangible takeaways, some steps that you can actually take in order to shift into that peak state of energy. So you're literally changing your energy. There are three ways that you can do that. And the first one is to shift your focus. So ultimately shifting what it is that you are thinking about and what you're focusing on fully. So, you know, if you're struggling to make a decision and you're focusing on it and you're focusing on it and you're trying to force it and you're thinking about how hard it is to make the decision and basically the stories that are going on in your mind, shifting that focus onto something that serves you more. So instead of being like, oh, it's so hard for me to make this decision or, oh my God, I feel so stressed or I feel so worried, shifting the way that you are, what what it is that you are focusing on with that. So that's the first way that you can shift your into a peak state. The second is to shift the language that you're using. So you babes know this, I've done an episode on like five things I no longer say <laughs> um, because ultimately your language is so, so powerful in terms of how it defines your thoughts and how it's defining, you know, where you're sitting at energetically. So the language that you are using with yourself and obviously with others, if it's a situation going on with other people, thinking about the words that you're actually using. And then the third one, and this is probably the most well-known and probably my my favorite, I would say it's a thing that's my go-to a lot is shift your physiology. So shift your body, make some sort of movement. And that's definitely something since we've come back from Tony Robbins that we've done a lot. Like you're way on more on top of me now. Like when, you know, I've been sitting in front of the computer for too long, like you make me get up and like, Oh, we do. Um, Swingy legs and snake legs, snakey legs. It's so hard to describe no, what that we'll, is. We'll put we'll put a video on stories. <laughs> I feel like we need to like put it on the feed so it doesn't go away. Yeah. But basically, James makes me like put my arms around his neck and he like picks me up and like swings my legs like I'm a pendulum. If you guys can imagine that, and then makes me go like snake legs. So like drop to the ground and stand back up and drop to the ground, but kind of like jelly legs. Um, and then yeah, and like we you know we'll stand up and like you know make you move or like make some sort of noise or jump yeah. around or we put music on and we dance like things like that to just like shift your energy. So all those sort of things are really powerful for shifting your state and you want to shift into that peak state in order to make any decisions because you're making it mm. from that higher vibration. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And um, I think you found that out quite heavily since we've come from that. Eh? Definitely. That, that you sit far too long in yeah, one place. It's created a lot and, of awareness and, for and, me. And you come off with this like negative vibe when you stand up for the first time. Mm-hmm. So if, Ego, but, a lot of resistance. But then when you when you do it every couple of hours, you're not so bad. Like yeah. it's, it's a bit, you know, and um, yeah, there are certain physical things I like to do to break up the day. <laughs> 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 but yeah. You're just going to leave it there? <laughs> Oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. It's being sneaky, guys. Being uh, rude. All right. Um, what's your next one? Okay, my next one. Um, well, the other one I'll bring up. It actually, it's kind of like is that. It, mm. um, but I, I wrote it down as the connection between physiology, physiology, and your cog- cognitive function. Um, and like, and it's. it's that that connection is more important than you know and i'm not going to go on about this because you basically brought it like hit mm. the nail on the head is that if you, you are not peaking if you are just thinking you are not peaking if you are just running around That's like so you true. have to be doing both like um uh where hang on let's make sure i don't like you're reading that in the book that you're reading at the moment as well hey what's that 
that around that like thinking and doing like the polarities of different things is that inside that oh book? jordan's book yeah, yeah tell them what no, the book no, is that you're no, reading no, no. um yeah. james is reading a book he's loving it it's um uh, 12 it's 12 rules for life an antidote to chaos which is by jordan b peterson and a lot of people might know that name and a lot of people like before you think badly about it make sure you actually uh know about him and his story before you judge him because um, mm. there's a lot of people especially in the states who do not like him but don't actually know the true story but that's interesting i didn't know that. um yeah but no and, and like he's he's got a great especially to um it's it's a book for everyone but it i would say that uh, to young lost males or young to middle-aged males it'd be a great book to read mm. um if you just don't quite know where you're at um and he just talks about like why we are why the way we are mm. and the appropriate responses that you should be doing and um i'm not i'm not finished yet so i won't go too much into That's so it um and everyone's got men somewhere in their lives so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Good so thing to know. um i'll finish reading before i comment any further on that book um but yeah and, and i just believe that um that connection has actually allowed me um, to learn better mm. um, and the understanding of that. And what I think has come out of this too, I, this is going to go down a different track for a second, is that um, I've started to, to try and learn more about myself and the reasons why I am the way I am. Because mm. I think first and foremost, you should know yourself because yes. then before you do anything before you start a business before you start telling someone you're this kind of personality it's like no you got to be asking why do you do it in certain things why are certain things do you have these habits that you constantly do we don't know why you should really know why you do those habits mm. like whether it's a psychological thing it's a medical thing or it's something you do because you're a lazy cunt yeah. you know like oh that word's never been said on here before dun, 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 the c word which one cunt <laughs> hope those little ears are listening <laughs> fuck gets dropped all the time but i don't think that's ever come out oh yeah. first timer yeah, yeah. i make no apologies no um but um yeah so anyway uh, that's just a quick one because basically it's related to the last things we have just spoken about yeah but remember the tie between your physiology and your thinking is paramount like it, mm. it goes hand in hand and one doesn't work without the other so true mm. so true and you guys know i talk about this all the time like the power of your thoughts and then the power of taking massive action like i talk about each of those things individually mm. all the time but one without the other is mm. non-existent so i think that that's a really really good point and something that we can all take something away from i think it's something big that came out of tony too that is that in itself that mm. one little and i think that's a big thing that we've taken oh yeah um, we've yeah for sure it's like moving yeah. just moving and no. thinking and moving and moving and thinking and thinking and moving. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why, but I really wanted to jump into like shake and bake, baby. And I don't even know what that is. But... That's from Talladega Nights. It's <laughs> <laughs> not something that like when we're at uni and I was living on college, people always would be like shake and bake. And I was like, yeah, shake and bake. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. But I was like, yeah, I've been on that joke. Oh man, if we could write down all the things that you did, you didn't even know what the hell it was. <laughs> we're going to do a whole yeah. episode. I quote a lot of movies and things I don't know, but like someone else has quoted yeah. it. And I'm like, that's a great funny quote. I'm going to oh, use that. Really- I was trying to think of the real funny one that you do like quite often I think oh I know and I can't remember what it is if it comes to me I'll let you know um okay so the next takeaway that I had from Tony Robbins was the six primal needs that all of us have and how important it is to be aware of those primal needs and then to take stock of for yourself what it is that you are prioritizing with that because the order that you prioritize the six primal needs really impacts the way that you actually live your life um and then basically getting an awareness of that so that if you're not happy with the way things are playing out 
you can shift the way that you're focusing on the primal needs and something as well that with the primal needs and I'll get into exactly what they are. But what gets talked about is like there's negatives and positives to each one of them. And you can look at different ways that, you know, the primal needs show up both in a negative way and in a positive way in your life. And you can help me out with this because I like in terms of examples and things like that. But um, the six primal needs that there are, are having certainty in your life. So being certain of certain things like, have you know, being aware and like knowing how something's going to play out. The next one is to have variety or uncertainty. So to have change and like exciting things going on in your life. Um, the next one is significance. So to be important, to be significant, have some sort of meaning or impact. Um, the fourth one is to love. But what Tony also says is like love slash connection and that like a lot of people actually settle for connection rather than love because love can be very scary and fear gets associated with that. So people just settle with connecting. So that was super interesting. Um, and so that's the four main ones. And then the two additional ones that come up like beyond that, are growth. So, you know, leveling up like, um, personal development, growing yourself, and then also giving. So giving back, contributing, donating time, resources, finance, giving in some way to people around you. So those were the six primal needs. And then what Tony gets you to do is to go through and basically, you know, write down different examples of how in your life those are showing up. So in a negative way and in a positive way. So it gets you to be very, very honest around um, different ways that they are showing up. And sometimes it's hard, hey, like when you're writing it down, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. I don't want to write that down. Like it makes you like, well, shit, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to the first, the first time you do it though it's quite funny because you you actually become quite honest and stuff but then you realize he gets you to share it with a stranger yeah <laughs> so that's why i was like oh and i think everyone yeah. was like a bit like oh my god he's gonna do this for everything yeah um but i never took a step back with it and i was no. like Fuck, i'm just sharing it and yeah. i wear my heart on my sleeve generally yes. most of the time anyway when i can be bothered talking to you yeah but um yeah, so no, I it was an eye. This was an actual eye. This was such an eye. And a shout out to our beautiful friend Robin as well, expert yeah. skin therapist yeah, on yeah. Instagram. Go follow Go her, guys. She's, She's amazing. amazing her we just love her so much. She's incredible. She's got a beautiful book called lady. Skin Side Out mm. um, by Robin McAlpine. She's so beautiful. We met her there. We met amazing people at, at UPW. Yeah. We made some beautiful, beautiful friends. But we met Robin on day one, and we the three of us just connected so much that mm. we were like, okay, we're sitting together every single day and we just got in the same group and we just kept sharing. And honestly, over four days, I'm pretty sure she knows the ins and outs of my entire life. <laughs> she got hugs from me as well. Yeah. Not a lot of people Not got hugs. People got hugs. Robin got, got many. But yeah, no, so we shared with Robin. So big shout out to her. We love her. Um, but yeah, so with that, like, I don't know, do you want to give some of the, just a couple of examples around how they were like positives and negatives? Um, yeah, okay. So we can talk about certainty and uncertainty. Mm. I've got my list right in front of me, actually. So this was like in the moment I was writing these things. So uh, the question was, what are the ways you get certainty slash uncertainty? Um, certainty, positive things. Uh, repeat good habits for certainty. Um, good proven habits. Um, and say for negative of certainty would be I uh, fall back onto old habits, you know, mm. because like Cause you it know becomes them. habitual. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, at least I know the outcome. They're safe. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. Like bad eating. That's a yeah. That's one. Like yeah. I know it's bad for me, 
but it's a habit that I like because I like safe. to fall back yeah. into it safe. I yeah. know it, I, I know about it. I think as well, like for me, when, it, you know, certainty, like, you know, I know that I want to go and like try something else, like something we came back and did straight away after Tony Robbins. We've been talking about doing it for so long. We went and did a Muay Thai class together. Mm. James has now joined MMA, so he's doing that. I loved it, but I've opted to go to F45 instead mm. um, just for my personal fitness goals, health goals. Um, but I really enjoyed it. But for a long time, I'd been saying that I wanted yeah. to do it, but Both that's that's a negative mm. side of certainty. Like, oh, but it's... It's something I don't know and it's different and, yeah. you know, it feels a bit like So you're sacrificing scary. your, yeah. um, like, well-being. Yes, you, yeah. that's it. And that's a negative side of certainty because, yeah. you know, you sacrifice, like you said, sacrificing your overall well-being, health, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, yeah. because it, it's not certain to you. So yeah. that's like a negative so, side. So, so don't do that, people. <laughs> yeah, go do Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's just an example around, like, how these can be negative and positive. I don't know if you've got a couple more, like, uncertainty. Yeah, I can give you a positive for uncertainty. Yeah. Um, uh, like, uh, doing something new. Mm. Um, like, the excitement. Going to Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah, going to Muay Thai. And, like, it was uncertain, but I did it. And the adrenaline of doing it for the first time and overcoming it, like, you know, the whole fear thing. Mm. Overcoming, you know, on the other side of your fear is... It's mm. like, you know, the, the, the time of your life, really. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I went to Muay Thai and now I love it. Like, mm. um, and now you're loving it. Yeah, so much. You've joined and you're doing, you're doing Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I guess a negative thing of uncertainty is um, you tend to ignore your, your gut feelings. Yes. Uh, that's what I did. Um, because your, your gut is generally right, but if it's right and you, you don't recognize it, you, tr- you don't go with it. Mm. And then you're like, I should have gone with my gut. Mm. And that comes up. Yeah, definitely. For significance? Uh, Significance, a positive thing. uh, Like people get to laugh at me because Mm. I, um, (laughs) because I guess um, I think being funny gets me acknowledgement. (laughs) Yeah. I do do it anyway. Like, you know what I'm like. I'll be funny just by myself. Yeah. But sometimes I'll go over the top just to be a bit funny. Mm. Um, And I guess a negative thing uh, for that is... um, for significance, uh, in my younger years, especially, you know, I'd cut people down to a bit of tall poppy syndrome, you know, just mm. to, to increase my significance, yeah. which is quite an honest thing to say. Like it's to say, it's like, yeah, I used to be a bit of a dick. Mm. Um, yeah. I used to be mean to people so that I'd look cool. Yeah. It's very honest. I, I don't even know what that word was. I was like good and cool. Ghoul. Ghoul. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. It's I'll, I've just gotten my book out as well, but, um, even looking at some of the things for me for significance, cause I'll go over the next bit of what you do with this afterwards. But like, uh, for me, like significance, like a positive of it, you know, a positive look side of significance is like growing an audience that I can serve, you know, like that's been the whole reason mm. that I've started this podcast and everything like that. Like, you know, that is a, st- a side of significance. It's amazing. I get to show up for you guys. I get to serve you. I get to, you know, bring amazing guests onto the show, <laughs> just like you. Shout out to James. <laughs> no, and obviously all the amazing. amazing people that have come on, but also like a negative side um, of significance, um, you know, is like you know if for significance like you know sulking or acting sad about silly things in your life like you know because it's it creates significance for you you know like oh you know or how people can focus on you know the difficulties in their lives and you know people can sometimes really relate to each other on that significance level like you know difficult circumstances you know oh i'm struggling with this i'm some people like oh that's awful like you poor thing like you know and that's that is a side of significance that's actually a negative side of it you know Mm. so having that sort of awareness um and then the last one is love slash connection so um 
you know, with that, like, again, it comes down to the connection side of things. So an example of that would be, you know, um, you know, deep conversations with others and like building rapport, but then like a negative side of like a love or connection thing is like, you know, when people get into a group and they all sort of start like gossiping about something in particular, because that connects all of them. And that's like a really negative side. So yeah, it's just so interesting to see the different sides. And then ultimately what you then do is you go through and, Um, so those are like the main human needs and then they do go to the next level with, um, giving and growth. But basically we really worked on these for a lot. So giving, like I said, is like, you know, being generous, donating, all that sort of thing. And growth is a personal development and everything. But basically you take the four that we just went over and you assess them in order of priority for you based on what's actually, you have to be very honest with yourself around what you actually prioritize in terms of your order. Um, and for me, surprisingly what came out for me, which I really, you know, it wasn't something that I was like, oh, yay. Um, my two highest ones were certainty and significance. Um, do you know what yours were? Um, okay, well, we'll carry on talking. Yeah, so I did that and obviously like certainty significance came out. Whereas like, you know, looking at the whole six, like ultimately I reframed everything and came out. And the order that I ended up putting them in and committed to my new priority of order was love above all else. And then growth and then giving and then variety followed by significance and certainty number six. So that was so interesting to me that, you know, the two that I, when I really did take a cold, hard look at, you know, everything, and it's not to say significance and certainty are bad, but if you live a life of needing to be very certain about everything, obviously you're not going to push outside of, you know, things that are like different or, you know, um, necessarily like outside of being certain about them and obviously significance as well. Like, you know, it's important to, you know, want to have an impact and everything like that, but making sure that you have that awareness that that's not the only thing that's important. So yeah, it was so interesting to me that to reframe it and realize that those are the two things that I actually would prefer to have a lot lower down so that then I did get to that point. So my new order was love, growth, giving variety, significance and certainty. So yeah, that was so so interesting i can't i can't find exactly what it was but i think mine was definitely certainty and significance it was definitely Were your highest two. two as well the highest yeah, two, yeah. Uh, so was um and, um uh, lena was out another lena's one of my beautiful clients now we actually met her at tony robbins um but we connected with her as well and we shared this with her and yeah. she was very similar to us as well yeah, yeah it was and quite interesting stadium, how many people actually, the whole arena yeah very similar types of people either, go to these events it was either significance love or um certainty mm. um and then um but then um when he we did like the, the reassessment the reassessment and you had a chat and stuff and everyone was kind of the opposite yeah so it's it's that's what it's all about guys like you know you go to these sort of events to get the awareness around like you know the habits and the way that you're acting in your life on mm. such a subconscious level that you're not even aware of and it takes having that awareness and owning you know the things going on that maybe you're not that thrilled with and that you know that definitely happened for me where I was like fuck that's not an answer I really wanted to write down but it's the truth and you have to be honest with yourself and have that awareness before you know you you're going to be able to change because if you're not being aware, you're not being honest with yourself, like how can you possibly expect to change? So I think it's really important yeah. that we highlight that, that as well. That's it. And even for someone like me who who I think, like I think I know, it might confirm it for me or mm. it will completely, you know, flip it on its head. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. What was your, have you done, you've already done two A. So what's your third one? Okay. My third one will be uh, the three levels of mastery. Oh. Yeah. So one is cognitive understanding so actually understanding of what it is you are wanting to achieve Mm. like actually understanding not knowing what you want 
understanding what you want what and this is actually a good business one too because yeah. it's not okay you want a business and this is like how do you get to that mm. like really you really need to know and the more you know about it the easier and the more likely it is to be successful mm. um and then the second one is Super emotional powerful. mastery so feeling it yeah. because emotion is motion like he says that's one of the sayings oh yeah that's yeah, a good one yeah, yeah so, write that down emotion yeah. is motion <laughs> yeah 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 so like you know and it's like remembering something too i think there's a jim quick said it um and he's like saying that um you you will remember things when it has an emotional attachment yeah yeah all your significant things in your life that you can remember from way back when it has an emotional attachment to it yeah and that's that sort of um like ties in with how the whole event like you're learning so much but then they get you to like get up and like yeah. hug a friend or like high five someone yeah. or jump around because it creates an emotional connection yeah. which helps you to remember it more that is yeah 100 percent. and the third and the third thing was physical mastery which is like just do it and consistently mm. and the key word there is consistently because doing it it's good like we've we've gone over that just doing it is amazing mm. but consistency i do it every morning i, I yeah. sit up i stretch I stand up, I stretch some more, then I come and make my coffee and yeah. turn, on, turn on the music and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, you know. So um, doing it doing it is the first step and consistently is the key step. Yes, um, I love that. So um, those three things, um, and he goes on about mastery. And actually, you know, I had, had it pulled up before, um, his his meaning of <laughs> i'm just gonna take that really loud things, thing man. away from james <laughs> I if you're hearing things. all these background noises because james keeps I, like I slamming stuff onto but our you know what I'm like. glass table and i'm like um this is audio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah okay uh we'll just wing this one mastery is like the, the way they were teaching it was like mastery is like the next level it's not just yeah. knowing it's not just doing it's a combination of knowing and doing and executing consistently mm. and like that's mastery and then that's where they the tony and i would say that tony is probably like if you're into coaches and stuff like that and we had a conversation today about like what's next for a lot of these upper end coaches mm. um it's like well maybe tony's the master of these kind of coaches mm. you know i definitely think that um, is so much of what he teaches that yeah. it, gets, it gets trickled down that's it 100%. and also he got taught by jim Rohn, like yeah. above him like that's where he yeah. learned it and then he passed it on then that's everybody it. obviously takes their adaptations 100%. from it and then teaches it to exactly. their students who they then teach it to others like so it's a beautiful ripple yeah. effect it's so amazing. so like you know there's always someone there's always someone to coach someone and tony talks about people Tony is the kind of guy who has like multiple coaches. Oh yeah, but at the upper end, so In he different areas he has well. like he has a coach for um, his um, stocks and his mm. investments, but then he has a coach for his meditation. Yeah, but Not he goes one. to the extreme end, like he's at the end where you know, like he's way up there. But mm. you know, so I get it's it mastery is just being the best basically at what you do yeah so. and i think you know it's a really good point as well what you were saying like you know you can say just do it and you do it but like making that consistently uh, oh something that's that you it like consistency is the key because you and i can both say there's been things in our life and probably everybody listening would be like oh yeah there's that yeah. thing that i sort of started doing that one time and it was great 100%. for a few days and then i fell off the bandwagon yeah. like yeah. you know and that's where like ultimately like the quality of your life is defined by those things yeah Yes, it can be very easy to fall into resistance or ego. It's not important mm. and like, you know, kind of backbench it and then it yeah. never comes off the bench. Like, you know, but I think having that awareness and like, even if, you know, there are things in your life that you, you did and you know it was good for you and you let it go, don't be too proud to go, well, I fucked up with that and mm. I definitely need to start again and do it again. Like, yeah. you know, don't think that, oh, just because you fell off once doesn't mean it can never be revisited. Oh, you couldn't be a master without failure. 
Totally. Mm. Yeah. Little side note. Very, very, very good point, that one. Um, all right. Well, my next one, it's so funny how these are like kind of aligned, like how they've sort of lined up. Um, but mine was to live an extraordinary life. You need to master two skills. And one of them was the science of achievement. And from that, the biggest takeaway for me was that success leaves clues. And then the second one was the art of fulfillment. So what fills you, not what you think should fill you based on others. So cultures, society, people around you, how you're brought up um, and giving yourself permission to actually figure that out. So those two things combined, I thought were just like super powerful in terms of actually living that extraordinary life, that uplifted life, that life of just like full like effervescence you know um to be able to realize like you know if you if you want to get to that like like the first part like science of achievement like it it is a science like and it's the whole point of why you want to have a coach or you want to invest in a mentor or join a mastermind like work with people who have already done it because they have done it like why put yourself through trying to figure this out like painfully and in a difficult way over a long amount of time when you could be making the decision to get around the people who have already done it because success does leave those clues, like mm. make it easier for yourself and have someone guide you through those steps. Um, and then the art of fulfillment obviously is, you know, realizing that like, yeah, okay, you can be as successful as you want, but if you're not fulfilled in that success, you're not going to have an extraordinary life. Yep. Like you'll be successful. You have lots of money, but if you don't feel fulfilled, yep. you're missing out. Like you're not, you're not living a beautiful, extraordinary life. And so stop thinking about what you think should fulfill you and like trying to tick boxes around what, you know, appears fulfilling or the way you think you should show up with fulfillment, you know, on Instagram or whatever. And instead get very honest with yourself and get a little bit quiet and ask yourself the question about what actually fulfills me? What makes me feel fulfilled in my life? How do I actually want to show up? And then giving yourself permission to go for that. Not, you know, what you're seeing on social media or not what your mum told you that she thought you should do or not what your partner suggests is a a good option for Mm. you like what actually fulfills you and then Mm. if you can combine those two things like achievement and six and fulfillment that's when you'll live an extraordinary life and i i would honestly say like this speaks volumes of like you too like i think you've been an achiever all your life um i am an achiever that's my enneagram number and you've been yeah (laughs) and and you've been chasing it and for different reasons from like you're gonna learn some shit having me on here because I want to expose Tate all over the place. Like from <laughs> I'm her, pretty on, I'm from, honest. You, no, you, no, yeah. no, no. But like you, like the things gonna come up there. You were like, I don't know if I'd ever heard brought that up. It's but a okay. different perspective when it's from your partner. Like, and James, you've watched this. We'll do another episode, but oh, you've seen me change well, so much. As over if time. people are nice and they want me back, <laughs> because I couldn't screenshot tell them now. Put it on your stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> But like, you know, you're, you've been an achiever all your life all and like that's, you know, from, from just trying to achieve to please your dad, yeah. just to achieve to please your mom, to achieve to please your peers, mm. to just for yourself, yeah. you've always been an achiever, but you haven't always been fulfilled. And yeah. like you have changed so much in the last sort of three years of learning and you've still got a long way to go yeah, too, totally. of like, um, of just appreciating the achievement or even getting the achievement that actually fulfills you. Mm. Like you've been chasing this empty achievement because mm. it's been to fulfill other people. Golf with your dad. Mm. Um, like, uh, I don't even know if anyone knows that. I used to play golf like, yeah. competitively. Snore. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, shout out to anyone who's a golfer and loves golf. Good sport. <laughs> oh, I love to hit a ball, but still snore. <laughs> um, but like, you know, and then to like, you know, um, having a degree so you please other people and bosses because you think that's yeah. what everyone's looking at. 100%. But like now you're finally doing something that fulfills you. Oh, yeah. And now you impact more people than you ever have chasing the Thank empty you. shit. 
Yes. Oh well, my god. I wasn't trying you. to compliment you, but well, you're welcome. I'm going to take it as a compliment because, like, <laughs> now I'm at that point in my life. I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks because I am so happy and so fulfilled in what I do every single yeah. day, and I wake up with such purpose around it. Yeah. And like, if people don't like it, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. you've done you've, you've <laughs> at com- all. You've completely flipped them on your on your head with that mm. one. It's just you don't fulfill yourself enough, in my opinion. Mm. Like, I see you. I see you doing a lot of empty. Like you know, day to day stuff that we talk about. Totally. You, you, you do so so much empty achievement stuff, and you're like, oh, I did so much today. I was like, Yeah, but what did you actually do? And you're like, That's why at the end of the day, after all that achievement, you're like, I did so much today, but yeah, exhausted. I'm exhausted, yeah. and I don't even feel yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. That's something that's like a whole other episode in terms of like delegation yeah, 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 and yeah. all those sort of things. But yeah, it is. But, it's yeah. so true. Sometimes I don't even give myself enough permission to celebrate the yeah. achievement. I think that would be so, a very big thing. Yeah, that's why it's good. That's why we bring up these takeaways yeah. because like it's actually You've a personal thing that we're working on. Like the yeah. things we're talking about are stuff that we it's probably so were doing poorly before. So relevant to yeah. us. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that one was my number three. So you've got one to go and then I've got one more. Yeah, yeah, one more. Uh, the last one that I want to talk about is uh, momentum and the four pillar cycle Ooh, of potential yes, yes, action. Yes. Um, and it's basically, I'll just give you a quick overlook. So you imagine four squares uh, <clears throat> and in the top left hand corner, you've got potential with an arrow pointing to the right. Into that box, it says action with an arrow pointing down, which says results with an arrow pointing left, which is certainty. And then the certainty one points back up to potential. So it's one big looped loop, cycle. Yeah, so you might so want to say what the four are again. So one big loop cycle starting with potential into action, into results, and into certainty. Which then loops back around. Which loops back into potential. Yeah. So, like, uh, like this is a big one, too. Like He actually spoke about it for a, for long, a long time. For a long time, yeah. yeah, so yeah. We're going to give you like, a condensed, condensed Because, version. like, you know, Everyone he talks about how everyone has potential, and he mm. actually that actually woke up in my mind. I was like, I believe that. I hundred percent believe that you were born with potential. That was okay. Let's just side note that that's one of your biggest things coming away. I know this from Tony Robbins was the whole like potential thing and like realizing like oh, yeah, not yeah. necessarily. I even told I even told you in the yeah. arena. Like I was like, yeah, I don't feel my potential enough. Mm. Yeah, I was like, it's yeah. So yeah, that, and this it's, is but why it has it been so good for you coming out the other side. Like this sort of stuff has helped you a lot to realize, like, wait, wait, wait. I've got like a lot of potential, and there's a lot I could be yeah. doing with it. I think sometimes the best way to crack my hard exterior is to expose me for what I am. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh fuck. That's the same for everyone though. Yeah. To get like, a well, bit not even raw not everyone. Honest. A lot of people can actually just listen, mm. but like sometimes it takes a little bit more still raw crack. honesty yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so everyone has potential and that's what he was saying and then like your potential is useless without the action mm. so if you don't act upon it um then nothing's going to happen and then the next one this comes to results like will you fulfill that potential um if those results are good and that would lead to certainty yes but would you have even done it if the cer- if certainty wasn't there mm. that's why we get stuck in the certainty field like you do one thing good and then you repeat that and you don't develop so therefore it never gets better it doesn't get any worse but maybe it does get worse because it's repetitive mm. because you don't have you you're, you're relying on that certainty because true potential is going to come from acting upon fucking anything really yes because and- there's no longer there's no longer oh you said no talking over Sorry. before we even started the interview <laughs> and you already did it once in the episode i was like oh this bitch told me off before we even started it's important james that we do not talk over each other and hello <laughs> Fucking hell! You're, this is our. This is my life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um and yeah. So like, potential is potential because it's 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 nothing without you doing something about it. So if you actually want to be anything in this life, you better be jumping on some uncertain shit, man. Like you better be uncertain as fuck, and then jump on that shit and ride that pony until you get the result. Get the results. 
That would be way better if I had said results. <laughs> I know. I literally just wrote down the time because I was like, oh, that could be the intro to the episode. <laughs> and I think you saw me writing and got nervous yeah, and yeah, 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 fucked yeah. up What's results. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but that's the thing, man. Like, and you know, you get those re- results, good or bad. And it's then, not your word, is no, it? No, it's not my word. Not today, anyway. <laughs> You get those results, you know, and, 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 and they will lead to the kind of certainty mm. you have. Mm. Um, and, and it's okay to be uncertain. That's the thing, I think. And once you realize it's okay to be uncertain, and this is where money comes in a lot of the time, a lot of people's uncertainty comes around money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like if you had a, but, but, but if you haven't trained yourself properly and you came into a million bucks, you'd still fuck up. Oh fuck! We need to do a whole episode on that. Yeah, well, yeah, because 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 <laughs> we're nearly an hour in, and I'm like, oh, let's dive into money. Because mindset. you'd still keep it, yeah. Because you'd still keep it your certain trends, which yeah. have have never grown yeah. you. So why would a million bucks grow you? I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So like you know, but like have a listen to this again, and I, I don't know, like you can leave comments. That's why we're trying to get you to leave comments and stuff because we could dive into any of this shit way deeper. Oh please, please, um, please! Even like just send me a DM, like if you're like I want to know more about that, like DM me on Insta at Taylor A Peters yeah. and just let us know, like. Like what parts of this conversation you've really enjoyed i've still got one point to go it's not over yet um but let us know what parts but you're I'm like done. enjoying so you can leave if you want <laughs> <laughs> but like what parts you're enjoying because james and i really want to start doing more episodes because guys the conversations that we have like off air just the two of us like yeah. that's basically why we decided like look this is a good place to start where you know we're debriefing on what we learned to tony robbins and our takeaways but We've just started to think like a lot of the things that we are talking about, we should basically be recording because it would be so beneficial to or you guys. Like, even as we're learning it, like, you know, as we're going through it and things we're learning in our lives and the conversations that we've got going on, like, we just want to start sharing more of that mm. with you. So if you're enjoying it, please do let us know. Send me a DM, share it in their stories, comment on something. Just let us know because I don't know. I'm really enjoying recording this. I think this is great. And well, hopefully... Well, this is actually far more restricted because we're talking about a specific subject. (laughs) But uh, man, some of the conversations we have that I just have no... I'm looking forward to maybe doing a podcast and we just have no items. We're just like, let's take a just few chat. questions, get yes. a few questions. And we're like, we should do a Q&A episode. DM, we'll give DM you a shout me. out too. Yes, DM me your questions. We'll shout you out. Um, yeah, what I was just going to say with that last bit with what you were saying is um, so, so true. And you guys know I talk about this all the time, but like the best version of you is on the other side of fear. Like you have to get outside of your comfort zone in order to fulfill your potential because outside of your comfort zone is the best version of you. Like yes. if you're sitting in your comfort zone, you know, not, the magic's not going to happen there. Like you have mm. to get out of that. If you want your life to be better, to be more fulfilled, to be more abundant, you know, to have more success, to have more love in it, you have to push outside of what you're doing right now because the reason that you are where you're at is because you're doing what you do. And so if you want things to be different, you need to do things that are different. Is that your fourth point? No. Well, you're just dropping extra knowledge. I'm just dropping all the knowledge bombs. Boom, boom, boom. All over the place. Okay. All right. My last point, my last point. And this is the one that I, everyone asked me my one thing that I took away. This is the thing that I took away and I've just repeated it to myself over and over again. Very quick, short, sharp. And all it is, is if you, if you know it, but you're not doing it, you do not know it. Oh, that was the one that I, I, I saw you write and I was like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> I was going to pause for effect, but you really just dived in there. <laughs> That's why I'm on this. None of your fake ass pause for effect Pause shit. for effect. Pause for applause. Fuck your effect. You stole my point. <laughs> Seriously, that hit me in the face. Like, it's so easy to say like, oh yeah, I know that. Or basically that. Like, you know, I know that. I've heard that. I'm aware of that. And if you're not doing it in your life, you do not know it. 
Okay, like seriously hear me on that. It called me out on a lot of shit in my life though. I was like, oh yeah, I know that or oh, I talk about that or whatever. Um, but am I necessarily applying it? No, not always. And if I say that I know something but I'm not doing it, then I don't know it. And it's the same for everyone. And you know, you know, in this day and age where information is so available, which is so incredible, like even the fact that you guys are listening to this podcast now and there's so many amazing podcasts out there. And this is the thing, like we're all taking in information all the time, but are you actually applying it to your life? Or is it something that's kind of like logged in the back of your brain? So when someone says it to you, you're like, oh yeah, I know that, but you're not actually doing anything about it. And I think like that it's just such a call out of like all the things that you're like, you know, you might sort of make excuses around like, oh, I don't do that, but yeah, I know it. Like, and it's like, no, if you, if you say that, you know, it, but you don't do it, you don't know it. So start to realize that. And the things that you say that, you know, start actually applying them to your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got. That's all I got. <laughs> I thought that you would have more considering it was one of your points that I stole. Well, I just started reading something else and wasn't listening. Mm. But anyway. But yeah, that's our four point that's our four points each. Um yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed going through this. I think that it was great. It's great for us as well to even go back and share on all of this. And you know, for us, like we said along the way, you know, this for us it's been stuff that we've really applied over the last it's almost yeah, it's two good. months. Well that's now. why it's good to reflect um, like you said, reflect because like saying some of the stuff, I was like, no, I'm actually applying some. I actually thought for a bit, I was like, do we even do this shit anymore? But then, no, looking back, I was like, no, I no, do we this. definitely I'm do. so much better than I was. It's shifted us a lot. Like, there's mm. so many things we, like, even now, we, you guys know, we've done this for quite, we did it intermittently for a while, but it's become a real habit for us now. Like, we go and we have, you know, we do like little, we call it couple goals meetings. So the two of us go and we have, you know, we break down our life into different pillars and the way that we're, you know, we sort of rate ourselves out of 10 each in different areas of our life, like, you know, love, personal finance like mission in life business all those sort of things we do all that and break it down but going to this event although it was something that we did before we didn't do it as consistently whereas it really just made us realize like the importance of reflecting and taking stock along the way um and so little things like that and like your morning routine and everything has gotten so much better so much better. better. i'm not a meditator no i I rate meditation i really do you guys know i love it yeah i i think if you if you need to give it a try to find mm-hmm. out if it's your thing or not. And there are times that I need it. Yeah. But for a lot of the time, I just need to do the fulfilling stuff that I, makes me feel I think as know? well, it's a whole other conversation, but like meditation is whatever you make it. Like yeah, meditation can be a walk in the park yeah. or it well, can be listening to, before, to music. Yeah. And that has been for you what's come in lately yeah, is like listening to I've always music classical music though, in the morning and yeah. reading your book. Like, yeah. you know, whereas I'm very big on like, I've got to have my journal and like theta yeah. waves like playing in my ears yeah. and sage and i have my eyes closed and i do breathing exercise that's me but like that's not you and i think that's an important little side note like gotta find what serves you so yes but anyway that is our eight biggest takeaways over a month on from unleash the power within by tony robbins we loved it we highly recommend it if it's something that you are you know thinking about should i or shouldn't i and you're hearing this podcast maybe it's a sign that it's time to just go book your ticket because if you're thinking about it and you have never been to something like that before, there's definitely something that you'll get out of it for there's sure. There's definitely something for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thank you, my loves, for listening to this episode. I so hope you have enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed having not just me, but also my gorgeous little man over there on the show as mm. well. It's been a fun time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, make sure that you do screenshot the episode, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Taylor A. Peters and James at James. Oh, are you going to tell? What, James Liwana? Yes. That's my Instagram handle. Yes, I didn't think you were going to say it. Good luck spelling it. Yeah, yeah that's that's the real test, guys. <laughs> See if you can figure out how to spell James Liwana. <laughs> if, you get it first, if you get it first pop, I'll send you a signed bum photo. 
<laughs> First giveaway. <laughs> All right, my loves. Hope you got a lot out of this. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We will be back with more and I so look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Sending you all the love, all the high vibes, and we'll see you soon. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for spending this time with me. If you loved the episode, make sure that you let me know by leaving a five-star review, screenshot the episode and share it in your stories or send me a DM. Make sure you come and connect with me over on Insta at Taylor Ray Peters and check out my website for programs, courses and tools that will help you take everything that we talk about on the podcast to a whole other level. I love you. I'm sending you all the high vibes and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.